0: The time is twenty one minutes twelve seconds and twenty one. Twelve fifty and the conversation now moves on to the hashtag the African narrative and a conversation I admit from the beginning that my history and understanding of the political issues surrounding it are very limited. Israel is backing Morocco. What now this past week, Israel voiced support for Morocco's autonomy proposal for Western Sahara after the country's foreign ministers met at an israel Arab summit. The Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid hosted counterparts from four Arab countries in southern Israel. Following his meeting with Nasser Bourita, the Moroccan representative, Lapid issued a statement that the countries, being Morocco and Western Sahara, would w- rather Morocco and Israel would work together to counter attempts to weaken Moroccan sovereignty and territorial. Integrity Now analyst on African News and system Professor Mamo Muchia is on the line and the first question I'm going to ask Prof Mamo is lay out the scene for us please prof when we talk about yep. western sahara when we talk about morocco when we talk about the fight for territory in what is a nearly 50 year old conflict what is it that are the core issues that have given us an impasse for nearly half a century
1: Yeah, um, thank you very much for uh, focusing on uh, important problems. Uh, The whole world is now focused on uh, Ukraine and Russia, but now you at least also focus on other areas, uh, other conflict areas also uh, in our part of the world, in in Africa. Yes. Yes, you're right. Uh, The Western Sahara... There is a movement called the Polisario Movement, and this is supported by Algeria, uh, and they want to be independent. But Morocco wanted Western Sahara to be part of Morocco. The king of Morocco uh, says it is uh, part of uh, uh, us and it cannot be independent. Now, what happened was uh, when... uh, Donald Trump was president, uh, he created what he called the Abraham Protocol, and then he uh, made uh, uh, Morocco uh, to support uh, Israel. And if you support Israel, uh, I, we will also support you uh, to make more, uh, Western Sahara to be an independent uh uh, part of um, not an independent country but uh, independent but but within uh, Morocco. That agreement was made uh, and then Morocco managed to get support uh, financial support both from Israel and and from America. Now the, the problem the serious problem is not just the Western Sahara. Uh, it's also the Palestine issue. Uh, Morocco says still they support Palestine. Uh, At the same time, they also want to uh, have agreement, uh, diplomatic relations with Israel. How they can do both is very complicated. So you have two major issues. The Western Sahara issue, which is supported by the northern uh, parts of Africa, like uh, Algeria, and then you have also uh, Palestine in uh, in, in uh, Israel, but at the same time we have a situation where a number of uh, uh, these Arab countries, uh, United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, uh, Jordan, Egypt, um, and now Morocco, now now they are making agreements with Israel. At the same time, they all are not saying they are against Palestine. So what you have is a very complicated situation. So even in Morocco, they say something like over 80% of the people uh, are not uh, happy with uh, making agreement with uh, Israel when the Palestine question is not resolved. So what you have is a situation, a very complicated political situation, which will not resolve the difficulty of the area, it will continue uh, to complicate the process, the political process, where there will be uh, no agreement where everybody can come and just say a peaceful, secure environment will be created where everybody agrees. That, That is not yet there. I think the political approach that everyone follows, they, if they follow their own. Uh, interests and they are not interested in uh, also uh, agreeing with and making agreement and moving moving together sooner or later more conflicts might come Uh, and and that's a big challenge and problem I see because none of the none of the real issues are resolved it is simply that agreements are being made more conflicts are coming and when uh, certain agreements are made with those accused that was disagreement before so this kind of process is very complicated that's basically my my reflection thank you very much
0: can we go back to the beginning well let me not say to the beginning but perhaps to the traceable history of this particular conflict what is now known as the western sahara region was colonized by spain And it wasn't until, if you like, the period of the fall of colonization, mid-70s in this instance, so came the territory that is now referred to as Western Sahara following the annexation of that region by Morocco. Before Mm -hmm. the annexation, this is now Spanish territory. Who did Spain take the Western Sahara region as it is now away from? Was it under the control and domain and dominionship of Morocco before Spain arrived? Was it an independent state? I really am trying to establish who would have been invaded and which country's sovereignty would have been attacked by Spanish invasion in their colonial project.
1: This is an important question. It is not simply uh, Morocco and uh, Western Sahara. In almost every part of Africa, we have a very, really amazingly uh, annoying uh, division. The the borders are drawn cynically by conflicts among Europeans. The Europeans were, although they, they want to colonize Africa, they also want to divide and rule so what they wanted to do was always make it difficult for all Africans not to come to unite so the, what did they do they 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 divided the people are uh, similar they speak uh, arabic they speak western sahara speak the same they speak the language many things like that but because they have different uh, the, the different colonial powers were there you see the moro the french were there the spanish were there And the English were there uh, in Egypt and all these other areas in that whole whole North Africa region. You had all the different uh, colonial powers, and the conflict was there, and the divisions were made. And when independence happens, that is when also the, 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 the division continued. Remember we had in 1963, we had the Organization of African Unity. We said, let's unite. Unite or perish is what Kwame Nkrumah said. What did we do? We, after that, could it us? All right? Wars, civil wars. It continues. Now look what's happening in uh, in Mali. And uh, you know what's happening? The French even are still active there, and with, uh, even using army. And then, unfortunately, even our own African government, uh, I was just amazed that Nigeria and Ghana were also on the French side, not the Mali side. So what you have is a very complicated uh, situation in Africa. So the question is not that uh, we're all uh, uh, different. It is simply that we don't know how to come together and address issues that were left by the colonial times. The colonial divisions have not resulted. This is a serious issue, not just in this Western Africa, Morocco thing. In all parts of Africa, we have this challenge now. I mean, you, sincerely, we still have the Francophone, the Lusophone, the, what they call Levantine phone, is this North Africa region, and, um, you know, Anglophone, all these divisions, they have not left us. And it, this continues. More, for example, if you go to Cameroon, you have the, you know, the Anglophone and Lusophone, they, 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 they still are fighting. It's still there, you see. So in, North, it's, it's, in all parts of Africa, we have this challenge. And that's why we need to find a new approach. A new solution to resolve this dilemma very very seriously but if we do it now as we as say the United States intervenes they have the, the, this uh, what you call this Arab summit with Israel that uh, happened and you have who participated Lincoln from from the United States uh, America John Biden's things and then you have the
0: so no prof no, done, no, don't don't yeah. don't get yeah. ahead of me prof don't get ahead of me I'm, mm. I'm trying to sort of paint a picture in words here for also okay. the listeners who might be in my situation and you're getting into the arguments that i do want to address but not right now Thank you. the reason why i was okay. asking that i just wanted to, to trace exactly who we could if not by necessary agreement or at least understand historically who would have a claim whatever the extent of the claim is as to what is western sahara now who before the invasion by the Spanish would have been, if you like, the claimants of the in of of the sovereignty of what is now Western Sahara. It is not clear from my reading exactly if there was any one state, rather it was Spanish Sahara. And then, of course, the disbandment of the colonial project takes place. And this then creates an opportunity for the Moroccan authorities or for the Moroccan army to take over parts of what is now Western Sahara. Perhaps then, when you mention the fact that the king of Morocco now claims that Western Sahara is part of us, what is the basis of that claim? I'm reluctant at this stage to engage the United States and Israel question because that's nothing more than geopolitics at play and negotiations without attending to the core of the issues.
1: No, but the Western Sahara, there's a movement which says, and there's a polisario movement, they want to be independent. They don't want to be part of Morocco. But the Moroccans say that they should be part of us. But they say that even though they, they, they may be part of us, Will give them in, uh, independence in t- uh, status. In other words, uh, they will have, they they will be given freedom to uh, to run themselves, but they will be associated within us as a country. That's what they are claiming now. Why they are claiming this is because they 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 definitely they feel uh, there's resources in this Western Sahara. They want uh, they 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 want that that uh, to be uh, with them. That's basically what what they are they are trying to do. They are, I mean, to be to be uh, fair and honest. I mean, the, the the people in that area, it's not just uh, Morocco, uh, Algeria, all of them, uh, uh, all of them. The the people speak uh, similar languages, and and then at the same time, they are similar similar people. So, I mean, to be fair with you, I mean that in that, that uh, the whole region, uh, like we say, Sahel region, all these different mm, mm, and all this, mm. it, it should be, it should be together. Not, not for Morocco to say Western Sahara must be mine, but the entire region must be. And that's why Algeria is supporting Polisario, which is an independent movement, for to, to make Western Sahara independent. So if Algeria is, is, is uh, another big country in North in uh, North Africa like Morocco, so if the two are disagreeing. If Morocco goes to somewhere else, and Algeria is still supporting the independent movement, what it means is a division of the northern African countries will also take place. That's a challenge. This this challenge is going to continue, and I think the 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 Western Sahara movement, Polisario, will continue to struggle for independence. Although the Moroccan king and others might say this region belongs to us, but others now they're trying to get support from outside to make sure that they 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 get backed for the claim they have on Western Sahara that's basically what it is i mean it's not the origin how where everyone is different i mean we we have different colonial powers coming and interfering in the, in, the, in the in the different areas talking about, about that,
0: the colonial powers i mean parts of however um terrible I thing colonialism was. One of the things that at least the disbandment project that colonialism was all about is they would have left certain agreements in place or structures in place, even government structures, pseudo-governments even. Can you share with us to the extent that you can in the 70s, 70, 74, 75, 76, when Spain, of course, are being driven out and the end of the colonial project as it pertains to what is now Western Sahara stroke of Morocco on the evidence of the conversation we are having. Would there have been particular international instruments or local instruments that then would have left a government or a system of rule so as to engage the affairs of that territory? Can we trace something of the kind to that period or not at all?
1: That's a very good question a very important question. The, the colonial system exists. The state system that we all have now in Africa is borrowed. The colonialists left, but the system they created is what we Africans have. Our own indigenous knowledge, our own indigenous governance, all right? our own indigenous system, all right, our own indigenous ways by which we uh, bring leaders and change them. Those kinds of practices are all ignored in all parts of Africa. No, seriously. We have the state system. It's, uh it's still uh, borrowed from colonialism. We also have the education system borrowed. Africa has rich knowledge. No, sincerely, rich spiritual knowledge, rich heritage, rich philosophy. What don't we have? I mean... Uh, We're writing, we just wrote a book on uh, indigenous knowledge uh, on Africa. Uh, I wish we we could even include it in the old system. All I'm simply saying to you is that what you just asked is very important. Even now, all these divisions we have is that the entire, the way our leaders are connected, you see, they are more connected to external actors than they are connected to the people, to serve our people. This is our biggest problem. We have a leadership curse. This curse has to be re- changed into blessing. It can only be changed into blessing when we rely and build our relationships with the people to serve the people. And more than anything else, and to bring them, to bring the, the unity of the people, all right, and the health of the people, this is what matters most. This is not what is happening. in, in Not just in uh, the area you just mentioned, uh, Western Sahara, Morocco, and uh, all this area in uh, Northern uh, Africa. But it's everywhere. If you go to uh, different parts of Africa, we still have challenges. These challenges are, are not cleared yet. And that's why we need very, very strong institutions. We need to build them up from our own traditions also, appreciating our traditions, our values, our humanity, our Ubuntu. All these things work. We have the best philosophy that will save the world is created from us and we don't even value it we don't even recognize it and we don't appreciate it and that's what i think we should be doing instead of all these political games people play uh, what we see in morocco and all these places what we should be thinking is uh, as africans the african union should get involved not the european union the united nations all this but first african union africans should be really trying to solve their problems that's what we should be doing. Why do we have the African I'm Union? with you. No, Prof, come on. Prof, work effects. with me, please. Why let's take effect. some calls.
0: Yes. Prof Mamo, let's yes. take calls. Answer my questions, please. Let's take calls from Ma'am Vui and Aisha in Uppington thereafter. Ma'am Vui. Thank
2: you. Uh, thank you so much, Songhez. How are you feeling?
0: I'm feeling much better. Thank you very much. Uh, How are so you? Thank you
2: for you back. Thank, thank you. Thank you to your guests. Yeah, you, you know what? The, 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 the hidden hand, which is the Western powers, so active in Africa because what they fear is the United Africa because the whole story of them being superpowers will end. And I'd like to thank the Western Sahara people because I learned growing up in exile that at some stage, you know, when I, I encountered this commander in in, um, in in Soviet Union, he told me a story. Once upon a time, that uh, there were arms from these hidden hands. And some people that claim to be with us that I won't name here, but I know them, because it's good to know your enemies. And uh, they were actually sending arms to the apartheid regime while claiming to support us. So the Western Sahara cadres got hold of these ammunition, and what they did, they diverted them to MK circles. So for that, you know, these are comrades, Western Sahara that we have suffered with in the trenches, that we have been with in the trenches. For that, I salute Western Sahara, and I support them uh, forever, you know, because we're together just like the Palestinians. So if we forget what they did for us, many, many things that I learned, that the Western Sahara having, you know, been our sister, you know, organization in the fight against oppression, we forget the South Africans. One day, who will pay for this thing? We need to stand together.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mom, for you bringing in some perspectives in terms of how the Western powers arrange themselves on the African continent. Perspectives coming through from Parktown North. Let's go to the Northern Cape Uppington, one of our regular callers, Aisha. Aisha, good evening.
2: Good evening, Sanghezo. Let me rephrase your question to the professor. Are the indigenous yes. people from uh, from Morocco not the Berber? So, so does does Western Sahara not belong to the Berbers from the beginning? Or who were the indigenous people in that region? That's one. Two, the African Union is a joke. People sitting there must be replaced so that we can get some real action. And then all the African governments must fund the African Union. I will listen yes. on the radio to your response.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much. Let's play a voice yes. note or two as well so that we can ensure that the listener participation part is, entr- is, is catered for. Sorry. Let's say
3: yeah, as long as an aggressor in Israeli talking about Moroccan territorial integrity or sovereignty, I think Western Saharan people are going to live as Palestinians are living under the hard hand of Israel as a state. And then Morocco is now sharing views with Israel. That means Africa AU is a useless organ that is not interested in the affairs of the African people in Western Sahara. It is not care about what is happening to Palestinians. But they only just always support the US, a US that is shielding it. It is Israel in the atrocities that are happening in 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 Palestine. And then now Western Sahara is supporting uh, Morocco. This pet indeed is too long.
0: I can certainly understand why Morocco is seriously in the place of a rock and a hard place in the sense that, one, you don't readily want to, as any or most nations anyway, want to be an adversary of the United States. And this is how they would be an adversary of the United States. Israel has the U.S. in its pocket, vice versa, as the case may be, but you cannot separate the United States and israel for whatever reason the lobbying strength and power of israel in washington is secondly and more particular for morocco if they have a potential trade agreement in the amount of half a billion u.s dollars which in south africa is 7.2 billion rand currently it sits at 131 million u.s and the proposal is let's have a trade deal in the tune of half a billion u.s dollars Morocco, that is a serious carrot that they simply are not going to wish away or not want to consider. But for that to happen, they almost have to take a pro-Israel stance at best or or at least do not be offensive to the Israel position in relation to Palestine because Morocco and the Western Sahara region is pretty much the same template, only over different geographic regions. So the pressure certainly is on Morocco. To respond to for you to an extent, is... I, I have a better understanding why South Africa's diplomatic relations do not extend so kindly to Morocco as they do to other African countries and certainly the Arab nations as well. There clearly is that political history that perhaps I would have missed had it not been for the account. So I certainly do appreciate that. Prof, I have one more caller calling in as well. I think it's a proper proper that I take the caller, and then I'll give you the balance of the show, just to sum up the issues that you have picked up from these contributions of calls and voice notes. Let's go to Nash, in the Eastern Cape Province. Yeah. Hello.
4: Hello, my brother. How are you? Mm, good, Good. Okay, right, good. Spain betray Western Sahara. They should have done all what uh, other... Uh, 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 colonial power they, they should have waited, give uh, Polisario independence, see them establish their government before they leave. But they left without doing anything for them. That's why we are having this problem. If Spain has paid, give them the independence, they do their everything, put up their, up their government, and then we, we wouldn't have this type of problem. It's because Spain left. That's why Morocco annexed uh, Western Sahara and claimed to be G.S. It it is never DS. They have never been part of Western Sahara. Western Sahara was struggling for its independence, while Morocco was already having its freedom and everything. So it is the betrayal of Spain that makes this problem worse. Thank you, my brother. This is what I have, the contribution that I have.
0: Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Prof, do you want to respond to any of the issues, ideally all of the issues that were raised in the contributions from the listeners at home?
1: No, I appreciate the comments and they are quite useful comments all of them made. And uh, the the important question one of the sisters asked about uh, the indigenous uh, side is very important. Um, I, 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 I think uh also that the africa union must must fund itself and not be funded by the uh, more by the africa the european union and others that's also important that that side uh, if we really want african solutions for uh, to, to african problems and if morocco and all these northern african countries are are part of africa and and they uh, they, they we also need to ask that question uh, do they really believe they are part of Africans, or do they they think because they are part of Arab and now also part of Israel? What what is what where do they belong? This is also important. Although they are members of the African Union, how genuinely they are connected to Africa is very very important. The other important point I want to mention is Morocco's position is very complicated. You, you cannot uh, do both. You, you you cannot say i support um, uh, Mo- Morocco supports Palestine issue at the same time I have diplomatic relations to, with israel how, how, how this is uh, not uh, how, what does it mean to, to do something like that because the the key thing they should all do is the Palestine israel uh, question has to be resolved. on that they should all be connected. And now, just because they want Western Sahara and Western Sahara, you know, the people, the Saharan people are also, they are more Africans. That's what the people say. And just because you want to control and then you get support from Israel and America and the Western powers, you 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 do this uh, double dealing where you say, I'm with you to the Palestinians. But at the same time, I'm with Israel. Diplomatically, I want to establish formal relations, it doesn't make sense. So I think you're right. I think uh, all other African countries, including South Africa and others, should actually uh, let uh, Morocco know that they should be consistent. Whatever happens, the polisario movement is going on. uh, uh, Algeria is very upset with Morocco, too. So there's going to be division in the northern Africa, and there's going to be more complications in Africa as a whole. And our agenda to unite Africa, which is so important, if Africa unites, all our problems will be solved. We have every resource in the world. Nobody has. We are rich.
0: Could the question of the Polisari front not at a minimum be answered on the basis of self-determination? I mean, self-determination is a legal institution of international law that allows a people to establish and determine and in fact preside over their own affairs the reason why i'm saying that or asking this question the polisari front is a representative of the saharawi people in the territory now that is the western sahara at the exclusion of the people who are Moroccan, the Moroccans who have come in after the colonial project, but the representatives and the people in the constituency of the front was there in the colonial project and before. Any of yeah. the institutions that exist yeah. between the United Nations and the African Union or just plain old regional consensus, and I'm talking about now the Arab states, why is it so difficult to put to the fore and give effect to what the Polisario front wants? Self-determination, a nation that is Western Sahara that will have its own government without any prehistoric claims, without any colonial claims, and certainly no Moroccan claims. Why is that seemingly, at this stage anyway, not possible? I
1: think you you are asking a very important question. Why is this, the African Union and others not also uh, 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 really uh, engage and make the, ha- the, the Harawi people, they, they, they should not be in this situation. They are, As you rightly put it, a, a lot of the, the northern African countries, you remember when the colonial powers came, there were lots of people. For example, there were a lot of Jewish people in Morocco. There was a lot of uh, French people, English people. If you see uh, after the 700, before 700, uh, the uh, uh, you see around that area, the whole of, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, Egypt, ancient Egypt was African. You know, Imhotep, all these people come at, uh, uh, it, they used to call them and things like that. In the pyramids, if you see Egypt, they're all African. But now you have a lot of foreign, a lot of uh, uh, French, uh, English, old, uh, Portuguese, all these are uh, are there spanish all these are there so what they are uh, what you are seeing now in Morocco is that they they, they are more uh, you know they are not pure pure arab they are all connected mixed and then the Harawi uh, the people in the sahara desert the uh, the western sahara they are they are they they need as you rightly put it they need to be protected and that protection has to come at the moment the they have a movement and then this movement, the self-determination, as you rightly put it, uh, the, the, their independence and their uh, protection has to be uh, preserved. This is important. And it, it should not be included in the politics of Palestine, Israel, America, superpower, so, all right, Western powers and so on, and then also interest, interest specific uh, interests by Morocco and others. It must be freed from that, and that can only be ha- handled if we have a very active Africa Union that actually does this thing I know the United Nations is involved the European Union is involved but I don't see active involvement by the African Union to solve these problems that's our biggest problem we Africans are not solving our own problems others are interfering and then our people are suffering that is what is happening and I really, as you suggested there must be a solution that is that is not interference with interference external interferences it must be solved there by all the people to make sure that all the peace, security of everyone is preserved, and the integrity and the pride of everyone has to be really the priority of priorities. That is something we should do, and the service of the people is the most important. That's what we should go for, that we need uh, a strong and active uh, African Union to actually do this, uh, help us to advance this interests. Unless this happens, we'll always have these challenges, not just in the what you, you are seeing now in the Western Sahara, but similar areas in the more, the Cameroon, everywhere. I mean, in the Central African Republic, what, what my, recently in Mali, all these things, all right? In Guinea, all these, uh, all these areas we have, we are having problems. Even in uh, Nigeria, where, where we don't have, even now in Ethiopia, look what's happening. In, in all these places, we have uh, problems. You see, we are still, we continue to be divided. Why should Eritrea and Ethiopia be divided? They are one people. Why did they? What did this division happen? When the Soviet Union collapsed, Ethiopia also got divided ethnically, and at the same time also the separation of Eritrea from from Ethiopia. Things like that is continuing to happen across Africa. I think a solution has to be found, and we need a very strong, strong organic intellectuals and others, all all the civil society, and the society itself, the people also. We all have to also know, as you are rightly doing it, even the media, all getting engaged and solutions that do not kill us. Solutions that save us must be uh, must prevail. That's what I suggest.
0: Very well. Thank you so much, Professor Mamo Mochia, analyst on African News and Systems, engaging us on a little spoken of topic, what is happening in the Western African Arab states, particularly between Morocco and Western Sahara, the impasse that prevents for the full establishment, one of borders and two of governments in Western Sahara and Morocco, where then they can engage each other on the basis of international relations as opposed to what is now taking place. And it can very little be defined, of course, when we talk about the United States and Donald Trump making pronouncements on Africa even if I have to say so myself. I appreciate the fact that the U.S. foreign policy under Trump was probably the most progressive for Africa, simply because there wasn't a U.S. foreign policy or an interest from Donald Trump. When you hear Donald Trump, Western Sahara, Morocco, Israel, you simply need to understand it was all Jared Kushner behind all of that, his son-in-law. 2148. Good night, everybody. We have a date next week.